Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 568. We got a great episode for you this Friday evening. You've seen her around YouTube, I'm sure, cannabis community as well. This is 420 Green Goddess, Miranda, how you doing this evening? You want to tell us how you're doing and where they can find you if I left any gaps there? <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, I'm very well. <laughs> Much better than I have been. I'm actually just getting over the stomach flu, unfortunately. Um, but I'm feeling pretty good today. Uh, you can find me at 420 Green Goddess 420 on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Let's Be Buds on YouTube and Caribou Heart TV on YouTube. And I actually do have my own channel just it's not very popular yet <laughs> so you can follow me there too if you want and how are you doing tonight i am doing well thank you for asking good good get my behind the scenes stuff going here Need no to words joint roll. i know i, I was just some, thinking uh, that jelly bean it nice. uh, got seated. Let's oh, no. Know. I don't know if you can see that. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Oh, man, that sucks that it's seated, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, I guess, the hunt to, to do that breeding project for DOA. I've had a few males float around and keeping them around without flowering in my hectic life, I guess, uh, has been a challenge. For sure. So lessons learned, lessons learned. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so uh, what do you got to smoke on this evening? You know what? I'm glad you asked me that because I grabbed, I went to the store like last week and I normally have to smell the strains to know whether I'm going to like it or not. And this time I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to pick. I'm just going to go blind. So I went blind and then there was one that stood out because of the name and it was Pink Taco. <laughs> so I saw the name and I was like, I have to like just grab a gram of that to try it <laughs> and then it was actually my favorite one so i went back and grabbed more so that's what i'm smoking <laughs> it is quite a funny story <laughs> <laughs> right well because like the store that so, i work at i would i could just go behind and smell it if i want but i was just like you know what let's live dangerously today <laughs> Sorry for so interrupting. I'm, you're in Canada. Can, I, I got, am I right there? Yeah, yeah. I'm in Ontario, Canada. So you're obviously, you guys can still put the nose on the cannabis. I mean, that's the way it should be selected. I think, so, no, th there's a difference. So people are always like, okay, you work at a dispensary. But the difference is it's not a government run dispensary. We are on a native reserve. We do not go by government rules. Uh, so yeah, you can smell the shit. You can look at the shit. We're not gonna, you know, just, we're not like them. We're not gonna have it behind a package and be like, you know, just guess which one you're gonna like. 
<laughs> fuck yeah you, you should be able to and the government can um but not the actual flower so they can they can have these like smell pods in there that that smell like the flower but it's not gonna be at, like completely like the flower like come on so a lot of the stores i don't think even use them anyway but yes you can smell so, it at my store <laughs> so kind of like a i don't know almost like a scratch and sniff basically or is it yeah. art, is it do they just take some scent that's artificially comparable I, and that's your sample is that what i'm here Basically. I don't know. Like, in my mind, I would assume maybe they're just putting like terps into like some sort of sponge thing. You know what I mean? So it's not going to be accurate. Like, there's just no way. <laughs> I think it's stupid. <laughs> just let the people smell the stuff. Jesus. <laughs> right. I agree. Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't know. It's weird how it changes geographically how you can purchase cannabis what is allowed what isn't allowed absolutely yep that is true i know i just be able to throw it in the mail method of canada that's yeah that's it's awesome. awesome it is awesome i know it is really awesome like it'll it'll be awesome you know one day it's going to be awesome for everybody we just got to keep doing what we're doing Keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> All right. I can't help but ask what uh what is what is the taste and the profile on the pink tie? <laughs> you gotta ask. Um it is a little uh kind of fruity. Here, let me take a hit here and I'll tell you. It's got like a, a, not a fruity, but like that sweet kind of taste to it. It's good, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't even know what uh, strains it's from, actually. <coughs> I should check that out. And I apologize if I'm ignoring chat, but I, uh, I'm a little nervous and I'm not very good at multitasking. <laughs> be hard sometimes uh paying attention to the chat there only, totally for the most part i keep one eye on it but only the red blocks really kind of catch my, my <laughs> totally no i agree <laughs> everybody's loving the pink tacos right <laughs> yeah you know that's i i fucking appreciate that we talked about that i don't know about it ago <laughs> Uh, yeah. keeping cannabis names like fun uh, yeah because people i think honestly the first argument that i remember being about cannabis names actually came from canada i remember okay. seeing a report from people like you know i just don't want my grandma fucking coming in trying to get her medicine and saying <laughs> have to say alaskan thunderbolt Oh, fucking, totally. You know, 
shit like that. I'm like, come on. I mean, we can have, you know, abbreviated or something. But exactly. We're going to run out of names. We try to keep it too serious. Oh, totally. Like, and now that you mentioned Alaskan Thunderfuck, we actually did have it in the store. And I really had to hold in a laugh when an old lady did ask for it. Because I was just like, oh, my God, she actually said it. (laughs) It is funny. Like, I got to admit, when somebody asks for it and, you know, it's some little old lady, it is pretty funny. Oh, shout out to the butt tender that can keep a straight face to the, the person that comes in and says that I love the taste of that fucking baked taco because I couldn't do it. You know what? Just for that, I got to go into the store next week and I'm going to videotape me walking in and saying that. <laughs> that will be a good one. Yeah, but I'm doing it. <laughs> I got to write it down or I'll forget. oh man what are you smoking on oh the the jelly bean i'm still deceiving okay (laughs) deceiving that's close (laughs) to say well it should be a decent mix i've got it was the columbia mail that uh was floating around so whatever seed it is, it's Lumbium times jelly bean. Uh-uh. The the Columbium is uh, Exodus cheese times uh, Santa Marta Colombian gold. Oh, so it's a good string. So if they have yeah. any cross, it's not necessarily a loss, I guess. I mean, all seeds that have been produced have been viable. It's just an unplanned accident, I guess. <laughs> totally, totally. I think Bingus, uh, one of his strains was caused by a little accident as well. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> it most definitely does. So we can't get away from the question. Uh, we always start right there at the beginning. When was the first time? When, where? If you'll share. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so the first time I remember smoking it um, was, I think I was like 12 or 13. A bunch of us uh, used to just go hang out at the mall at the time. This is going to age me a lot, but at the time you could smoke cigarettes in the mall. So we would all hang out there. We'd go outside, you know, smoke a joint, go in and hang out. Um, I just remember having like just a good time, you know, like we were safe, but we had a good time. We hung out Um, and I didn't really like smoke a lot until I was more around 16, 17. And then it was like you know, pretty much daily from that point. Um, When I was, (laughs) you guys are going (laughs) to laugh at this. So when I was uh, about, well, it was right before I started working at this dispensary. um, I actually got diagnosed with PTSD and anxiety uh, disorder. So I thought cannabis was actually making it worse at the time. Uh, so I decided to quit smoking cannabis completely. 
and see if it made a difference. And it did not. <laughs> so I went back to smoking cannabis. Um, I just had to kind of change what I was smoking. So I had to go with the less, you know, sativa uh, strains because those would set off my anxiety. And then, yeah, fuck, I'm right back to where I was. <laughs> so that was the start and here I am now. <laughs> And there's a lot in between that I missed. <laughs> but yeah, I so was obviously you 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 liked it. Did it continue? Was it pretty uh, steady after the first time? It was like it wasn't a daily thing, um, but it was definitely like every time I was with my friends, we'd be doing it. Yep, and then. Yeah, like around 16, it became daily. And I, I was a little bit of a bad teenager. So <laughs> I did a lot of skipping of school and going to smoke. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. I think we all smoked and quite a bit of cannabis. There. Totally. <laughs> I don't think it ever stopped, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I take this for what it's worth, but I've actually kind of chosen jobs, picked and choose based on my cannabis consumption, sadly enough. Yeah, but you know what? It's part of your life, so you have to. You, you definitely have to. I, I'm not going to lie that I've made decisions it, literally from these fucking things you know what i mean so better to make decisions for cannabis <laughs> yeah it's nice that these days that hopefully they won't be become a thing for anybody in the future their cannabis consumption you know holding them back from any type of career you know uh it okay. shouldn't you know i don't feel it hinders you know Anybody has skilled trades to go out and consume a little bit of cannabis before or on lunch or whatever to keep that back pain in check or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I would much rather somebody's mind on the job versus their mind on their pain the whole time because that definitely skews the job or oh. the quality of the job, I should say. Absolutely. No, I totally agree with you on that. Like when I broke my ribs, the only way I could work was being on cannabis. If I didn't have it, there's no way I could have worked. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get that. Yeah. And then like CBD, like I take a lot of CBD for my anxiety and that really helps me a lot. So did you get any, did cannabis ever get you in any trouble? Let's ask that. Um, I've been really lucky. I have, like, I don't even have a speeding ticket. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah, I'm so careful. <laughs> so no, I haven't. If I ever have, you know, it's been somebody nice that's just been like, we're taking it. See you later. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I I've been lucky, yeah. <laughs> Very lucky. Cheers I have that. yeah, cheers to that for sure. I have had uh some police, I think, watch me because of where I work. Um, because one day I left work and like two minutes down the road I got pulled over and the first thing he said was he could smell cannabis. And I'm like, well, no fucking duh. I just came from the cannabis store where I worked for eight hours around cannabis. I probably do smell like cannabis. But he pulled me over for my license plate light being out. Okay, well, first off, some cars don't even have a license plate light. So is that even legal? I don't know. Two... I've never changed a license plate light in my life on any vehicle I've ever owned. So how often do they even go out? <laughs> anyway, so he was like hassling me and basically like, you know, I just explained. And then it got worse from there because he asked for my insurance and I forgot to put my new slip in. So I had my old slip. And I handed it to him and he's like, oh, this is expired. And I was like, no, it's not. Like, I definitely have insurance. I forgot to put it in. <laughs> so then I'm like freaking out in my head because like he just kept saying like, if I search your car, am I going to find anything? And I'm like, no, you're not going to find anything. But then I'm thinking in my head, well, yeah, you probably are going to fucking find something. So please don't. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he let me go. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Other than that, I've never had any issues. No, thank God. <laughs> but I stay, I stay low key. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely a loner. I don't, uh, I don't hang out with a lot of people, so that probably keeps me safe. <laughs> I think the people that uh, actually most good portion of the people that grow cannabis are somewhat uh, introverted, um, I think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I am an outgoing person, like once you get to know me, but I'm pretty shy at first. I Like I don't normally just talk, talk, talk. Or sometimes I talk more because I'm nervous. <laughs> That happens, which is probably what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> it's weird how the uh, cannabis community has uh, evolved over the years, uh, to be honest with you, because like I said, I, I know for a fact uh, most of growers are introverted because I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so basically you'd see most of us at this time of hour hanging out <coughs> excuse me yeah subs chats his lives and stuff like that and we would we all wanted to reach out and talk with people but we didn't we didn't want to lose our introvert ways so we had our screen name that we could shield behind yeah you know still have some fun and then it's evolved into this actually showing our faces and you know personalities which is kind of changed and which is greatly for the better you know uh for sure. but it's weird to see the evolution of it all 
to this point. Yeah, I'm like super new to all this. Like, this is all really new to me. And I actually, I really love it. Like, it's the community is awesome. Everybody is just so like willing to share info and help you in any way. It's just amazing. And like, you know, now I, if I'm bored, like there's Discord groups and Zoom groups that, you know, you can sit there and just go on and hang out while you're watering or do whatever, which is really cool. I really, really, really like everybody. It's awesome. Yeah. Because I, I joined uh, Instagram like quite a while ago and I decided to do a cannabis account and for a while it was like you know wasn't really going anywhere and I thought oh screw it like this was a stupid idea <laughs> and I put the account away and I like didn't touch it for like a year and then I was like you know what I'm gonna give it a shot again and I don't know what happened I guess I just got in at the right time and I met a bunch of cool people and that filtered out and yeah it's awesome I love this community it's super cool I wish more of you lived in Canada so I could share some products, but. Uh... So I didn't ask this, but do you remember someone? Sorry. Oh, shit. Was that me or you? you... Oh, it's me. It's, oh, okay. It's me. <laughs> oh, so I didn't ask. Do you remember uh, what types of strains uh, you started at? Yeah, uh, there was a lot of like uh, Northern Lights, uh, Afghani. Um, what else did we smoke? Oh, my God, there was so many like old strains. Uh, Sour Diesel was still around then. Um, we did get a hold of one time. I, I don't know what it was called to this day, but this guy came to us one day and he's like, I got this like pinner of medical stuff. And this was when like you could not get a medical unless you were like dying. So he brings it over and it's like this tiny little pinner. And there's like six of us. And I'm thinking like, what the fuck is this? Like, we're not going to get high. And literally I had like one turn in the circle and I was blasted, man. I don't know what it was to this day, but it was crazy um let's think of some other strains fuck so that i i grew i used to grow a lot of northern lights um oh sorry zoning out on chat there <laughs> yeah fuck i don't even remember to be honest it's been so long fuck <laughs> well i guess let's head down that path uh when was the first time uh, you started cultivating the plant. When's the first time? When was the first grow? What? When was it? Tell us what it was like. Sure. Lights, so all that stuff. I uh, I've never grown like on my own. So basically, uh, what happened was when I was uh, seventeen, I started dating uh, somebody that grew, and so I grew with him for a while. Uh, we did grow mostly outdoor, but uh, we did grow inside as well. But we didn't do tents at the time. We were doing like rooms. And I've also uh, grown. I ended up renting a house that was just like a small little house in the country. 
So we turned one of the rooms, we had a water table in there, but I had a little like accident. <laughs> and so I decided never to do a water table again. <laughs> um, and other than that, it was just outside. This is actually my very first indoor grow by myself. So I was actually really nervous because I'm like, now all these awesome growers are actually watching me grow. <laughs> I cannot fail. <laughs> but actually, they're doing really well. I have a little issue with one of them, but I believe it's my fault because I got a little lazy on pHing the water. So, yeah. I think, I think it'll be okay in a couple of days. It's just a little yellowy. <clears throat> I gave it some CalMag. I pH the soil to see if the soil was the problem. I don't think it is. I think uh, it's definitely, I'm an idiot for not pHing my water. <laughs> so in soil then, as I did hear, soil, not cocoa. Yeah, I'm using organic, like water only soil. Uh, so I'm using the uh, Gaia Green. I did uh, add some of this. So this is the only thing I've added to it. I don't know if you'll be able to see. I can never pronounce that word. I'm sure you can. <laughs> Synergy. That's odd from the guy that mispronounces so, so many screen names. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've just added that. And, uh, yeah, water only. So, definitely, I believe it's a pH issue. And it's not even that bad. Here, we'll have a look. If I can reach. Sure, the lights can hear. I'm gonna unplug this for a second. All right, there we go. So if you look, the one at the back's a little yellowy. It's not horrible, but definitely something's going on. There's the rest of them. They're looking really nice so far. I can't get over this wedding cake. Actually, I don't know if I can get a good look. Look at the hairs on that thing. That's wild. It's good though. Yeah, it is. It's really cool looking. Who's uh, who's got the Wilson hand slaps there? And that's fucking I love. That's pretty cool. What's that? The back of the tent. The the red oh, the hand slap. Right? Oh, that's it actually looks like the Wilson. So that's actually to represent uh, murdered and missing indigenous women. That's that's why I have it right there where people can see it, because I'm very into uh, indigenous culture, obviously. <laughs> yeah, so that's what those are. I've got more right here. So that's the hand right there. 
I'm sure you guys have seen like the videos where like they have the red hand over their mouth. That's what that represents. I have not, so. Okay. Well, there you go. Now you know. <laughs> I tend not to, uh, man, I, and I hate to admit this, man, but I might a very limited intake of news. You yeah. know, there's just, I think they push so much bad energy our way. Uh, you have to put up a wall at totally. some point. No, I totally agree with you. I don't actually watch the news at all anymore. The only time I will actually watch any news is if like somebody tells me something that I feel it's important to go and look. Other than that, I could care less. I don't even watch TV actually at all. <laughs> Just in chat here, uh, Stingman wanted to know what week Veg time. How long did you veg? Oh, I vegged uh, for quite a while. I think I vegged uh, at least 10 to 12 weeks. I didn't even count. I was having some issues with uh, timers. So I had to leave the light on 24 hours. So that kind of set me a little further back. Um, but it's okay to have them in 24 hours. But anyway, uh, yeah. And then what was the other question? Sorry. Uh, what? Let's see. There was what week? Uh, how long did you veg? Yeah, it was about 10 to 12 weeks. And let me just find that question. <laughs> Uh, the light I'm using is a is a CMH. It's a uh, three fifteen, and then each plant is going to be different. So um, basically, they're all going to be done within like a couple days of each other. So like I can take one down. The next one will be done a couple days later. The next one. And then the blue dream is the longest. That one's a 70, I think 70 day. But honestly, I'm not going to go by the days anyway. I'm going to go by what I see. <laughs> I know some people are big on the days, but. You know so what? what has been your favorite strain to grow so far? Um, I'm pretty sure that wedding cake is going to be my favorite. It's beautiful. And it's definitely got like the purple in it. So I woke up one morning and I saw some purple along the edge of the leaf. And I was like, oh no, what the hell is going on? So I'm like freaking out, like looking up what's going on. And then I messaged the person that gave me these clones. And I was like, is this normal? And they're like, oh my god, you got the purple. They were like freaking out. <laughs> so I guess uh, it's a good thing. <laughs> so it'll be really, really pretty. But honestly, I don't even know what strain I'm going to like growing because I'm so new at it. So I guess, would you say you could uh, 
recognize the the uh, medical side of the cannabis from the start, or was it kind of recreational from the get, and it just kind of made sense after a while? Yeah, so it definitely started as recreationally, but now that I look back, I'm sure I I needed it medically. I just didn't realize it. And I definitely use it medically now. <laughs> but I also use it for enjoyment. <laughs> I have to uh, lay off the RSO though, because it's literally not doing anything anymore. I took two whole grams and nothing. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I have got to lay off for a little while. I can appreciate that. I was uh, taking it a little bit daily. It's almost like a vitamin, if you will. Yeah. So probably just a little bit more than a grain size every day. Yeah. What I found out was it just killed my tolerance. So I did not necessarily, you know, what I was taking in RSO, but my daily consumption. Yeah. Right totally no that's me too like i i ate a 500 milligram no i ate 750 milligrams of a gummy and i felt nothing <laughs> i was like okay that's when you know you gotta fucking lay off the rso for a while <laughs> but it's so hard because i i use it for sleeping because i have ptsd and i have sleep issues and uh so it's going to be kind of hell, but I'm actually on a, a sick leave right now from work. So I don't have to worry about sleep really. If I need to sleep during the day, I'll sleep during the day. <laughs> Cheers. That's one thing that I think COVID screwed everybody's sleeping schedules up like that, to be honest with you. Oh, totally. No, it totally did. And staying up to watch your show. <laughs> because I, I, I used to have to go to sleep so early for work. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm not working. I can watch Eagle. <laughs> so yeah, now my schedule's all fucking ass backwards. But that's okay, because now I'm awake for your show. <laughs> <laughs> apologize for that. <laughs> Never apologize. I love your show <laughs> and I love all the guys. <laughs> it was a fun adventure to take on. Yeah. Totally. I've been blessed to meet so many great people in the Cana community. I started off with as many as I, you know, had access to from the beginning and then just have been blessed to. Just let it steamroll as it shows totally. No, it's awesome. I just love this community. It's so awesome. Like, just so you guys know, Ty, before the show, I messaged him and I was like, I'm really nervous. And 
man, he's just awesome. Like he sent me a voice message. I'm not going to say exactly what was said because it was personal. Uh, but he's just an awesome fucking dude, man. I love that guy. So shout out to Ty. <laughs> I can I, I I can relate. I can relate. Uh, I used to do it on a weekly basis, and and then as far as like heading on to other people's forums and stuff like that, I do. I get a little bit nervous too. Uh, totally. Rarely do I put myself in that position. Anymore, <laughs> to be honest with you. Aww. Well, that's too bad. But, uh, <laughs> it's one of them things, man. Once I warm up, it, it tends to be all right. But man, I'm, if you you can see it, I guess, even in all the like early days when I did the other stuff, yeah. uh, you would see me, oh, half hour, 45 minutes, about the half hour mark, one join into it, just kind of crack out of the shell and be all right with it but straight out of the get it was it took some getting used to oh for sure especially like you're by yourself you know like any shows I'm on now I have at least one other person with me if not several people so yeah that's I think what was making me nervous was the fact that like it's just me (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) it's all focused on me and I don't like it (laughs) But I, I feel better now. <laughs> so so uh, we, we asked, I asked you about your favorite strains to grow, which have been some of your favorite strains to consume. Yeah, uh, totally. My favorite uh, is definitely the DJ Short Blueberry. And I absolutely love grapefruit. And I know a lot of people don't like grapefruit, but I'm sorry, man. You gotta you gotta smell it again and taste it again because it's fucking delicious. <laughs> and another one, um, well, I really do like that pink taco actually now. Um, but those are my two like very favorite. And then <laughs> I can't ever get this one again, and it's really shitty. I had one that was a strawberry Romulan. And oh my God, it was so good. And we had it at the store once. And this was like right when COVID first hit a couple of years ago. And like all of Ontario pretty much went into a lockdown. So I got some and then we went into a lockdown and I was like, fuck, I can't get any. And I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to throw it out there and see if anybody else can find it. So I threw it out there and like literally an hour later, my buddy's like, hey, I got some of that. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) So I ended up buying like a larger amount of it. But then it was gone. It's never been back. And I don't know why, because it was delicious. So that was a good one. But I, I don't even know like what strawberry it was made with. Like, I don't know anything about it. So it's kind of shitty. What is your favorite strain to smoke? All of them. I'm gonna cheat on them all. Uh, there's been so many good ones over the years. I was really partial to uh, Headband for a while. Uh, of course, original G Kush. Yeah. Like uh, some white rhino. If I could get a hand 
Cool. Lavender Kush. Oh, lavender Kush uh, is really good. Partial. It's just that's a that's a special can of piss you can get from something I know of. For sure. Cool. Of course, a lot of the TGA stuff, real partials, cheese quake. That was one of my favorites that they brew uh, from them. Uh, time rack. Crazy train. Cool. So I do. Now, do you find, um, do you smoke concentrates? I don't think I've ever seen you smoke concentrates. Okay. So do you find that uh, you may not like a strain in the flower, but then it's like wicked in the concentrate? Do you ever find that? I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm I'm definitely gonna say it. there's been a few strains that have been better in the the extract form than the flower, just yeah. because they were, I guess, mediocre. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> yeah. Yep, take a mediocre but, flower and yeah, make it better. Because I I have had strains where like I won't even smoke it in flower. But then, like, I've tried it in a concentrate, and I'm like, holy fuck, this is really good. <laughs> but it sucks in the flower. <laughs> yes, I guess I could put somebody at the top of that list. And I won't say the breeder, but I'll say the string. Okay. And it was uh, the Detroit Diesel, which was okay. uh, locomotion times... Uh, motor breath oh cool so two good strains it was super loud but i took that thing in so many phases i think the last time i grew it it was 14 weeks in easy and still showed no signs of like finishing properly or the way i wanted it to and that was like the third or fourth temp easy adder but at that point, I'd send her to, it was such a larfy flower. And it's, it had really high turps, but man, it made some, yeah, amazing shatter. Crumble, yeah. the crumble that, that they initially brought me back was just so turpy. But yeah, <laughs> that's actually my fuck it, fuck it stream too. Because... <laughs> It fucked my perpetual right off. <laughs> right off. And then the last time I grew it, I was like, like I said, I, I told myself I'm gonna I'm gonna let this one go no matter whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. And it it said aha to me, fuck you, whatever. <laughs> and just I ended up just losing my patience with it. I'm pulling it. It's going directly to the extract guy. <laughs> and I don't know your experience with extracts. And I'm not bad mouth an extract artist, but yeah. I personally, I, I'm just a how-to kind of guy anyway. I'd, I'd rather fix my own fucking car. If I can fuck, fix it, I'll totally. fix it. 
Yeah. If I could make my own extracts, I would make my own extracts. And I'm always bummed out about the, there's no kind of real average on what I'm getting my return on extract. For and sure. I seem to not have good luck with multiple <laughs> extract artists. So the last, uh, last run with the diesel there yep. wasn't a good run either with the flower or the extract guy. Oh, shit. And so it was a double, yeah, screw that strain. In the uh, end. I, mean, I, I came so close to just not stomping the seed that I had uh, in the mold. <laughs> That's how mad I was over the whole thing, to be honest with you. Totally. I had a bad year outside this year. I had like PM issues and like, ugh, just issue after issue. It sucked. <laughs> so yeah, I I get your disappointment. <laughs> so would you say uh, cannabis indoor or outdoor is easier for you so far? Um, okay, I'm gonna shoot myself in the foot here. Uh, definitely indoor I find is easier. I can control things way better. Uh, outside is too unpredictable. You don't know what's gonna happen with the weather. Um, I'm definitely growing outside every year, but I way prefer inside. And it comes out nicer, to be honest. Like, even if I did this exact same uh, process outside, uh, it, it, they would not look like that. I guarantee. They're beautiful. <laughs> every day I go in and like, they're at a point now where like every day they look different and I just love it. <laughs> I can't wait to peek in on them every day. I, I actually should be taking pictures every day and then do like a, a time lapse thing or something. Maybe I'll do that next time. <laughs> the time lapse grows are really cool. And, they are. Uh, I know wise cameras. Oh, I've got one more. Oh, right here. Uh, are really cheap, especially the newer generations. But, uh, So you get these and you can put these in your tent right around yeah. $20. Cool. Home Depot. And then uh, you can do time elapse with this. You can watch it play at all times. But you can do time elapse if you put an SD card in the back of here. You yep. can do your entire roll on a cool. time elapse. You don't even ever have to set with it. But super yeah. cool to do. That is super cool. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that for my next run because it's a little too late this time. But yeah, I totally want to do it. It's it's really cool because it's cool to see the changes every day. But like to actually see it that way would be really, really interesting. It is. I've done a few of them and it's fun to watch like the buds stand up and fall. How totally. I've seen other people's, yeah, when they're sleeping and <laughs> waking up. They look so fucking cool. 
no it's totally interesting way to dial in your, your light actually to know when your plants are actually falling asleep yeah shut the light up totally that's a great idea yeah definitely cheers cheers i know uh, i killed mine i need to roll another i got too much water <laughs> in my bong <laughs> <laughs> yummy backsplash <laughs> And another uh, good little accent here. Uh, the Citrus Explosion from Empire Breeding Co. <laughs> got hit as well. So, so picking seeds out of this, this in particular <laughs> no. flower as well. <coughs> that's funny. <laughs> Man, that's a pain in the ass. <laughs> Takes me back. That's for sure. Uh, mm. There's no love lost from <laughs> seeds. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. I remember doing that too. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to pay attention a little bit to chat here now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Usually I'm better at that. <laughs> Oh, God, here we go again <laughs> with the stupid word that I'm not going to say. <laughs> Funny. Um, so do you guys have any good cannabis events uh, where you're at? I know or I, I want to I want to double back because yeah. <laughs> uh, the doctor, doctor alone there, chat. Yeah. Uh, asked. Can you can you show where you're at with your hand? You can't do that with candy. That's just a fish candy, right? I'm right about <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm in Ontario. <laughs> I'm right smack in the middle. <laughs> oh. Younger days. Uh. <laughs> Fresh 18 would go to Canada because you guys' drinking age was 18. Yeah, so Quebec is every 18. Weekend. Yeah. yeah. Party over there. Good <laughs> <laughs> times. That's awesome. Good times. Totally. <laughs> so for. Yeah recreation uh, recreational cannabis it's 21 there is it in the states like anywhere that it's legal yes i believe uh with parent parental consent or something like that i i, I don't even know why but uh, they, they have to have parental consent yeah that's weird, weird yeah. that is weird huh very weird. <laughs> the trucks, yes, the trucks. They're making way for everybody. <laughs> I know they're probably annoying the fuck out of some people, <laughs> but <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I love, I don't know if you guys saw my post on Instagram. There was a news story and it said like something like, uh, the government's thinking about changing the vaccine mandates. And then in brackets, it says, 
and not because of the drugs. I'm like, that is hilarious. <laughs> if you have to tell us it's not because of the trucks, it's because of the it's trucks. Of the truck. <laughs> right? Oh, I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, are we, are people, have people become that, like, I, I hate to say this, but that dumb that they have to put something like that and, like, we're going to be like, oh, yeah, it's not because of the trucks. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> like, they knew about another another attempt or something that they were, no, we might as well not do it. <laughs> that idea didn't work. <laughs> they, they said it wasn't got to think of something else. Oh, God. And then all the farmers actually joined them now, too. <coughs> yeah. I, I'm sure the people that Crazy. live in Ottawa are probably <laughs> a little tired of it. Because <laughs> I was actually, uh, I watched like a video of somebody else they were posting and they were there. And oh my God, all you can hear is the horns like blaring. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> like it's awesome. I, I think it's great, but I understand the other side of it too. <laughs> it's, that stuff's a little out of control, man. It really is. I understand. Is. Everybody's got their own opinion, but this is where it hits home with me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so basically, my daughter, my youngest, if you believe this, is uh, graduating this year. Wow. And uh, this year at her school, if uh, you could sign on to where they, the school could test your child at any point for COVID. What? If they had reason. Yeah, or you could not sign, and basically, if uh, there was a problem or whatever, you'd have to self quarantine. Okay, right. But it's getting to the point now where I believe it's out of control. Uh, we didn't sign. You know, no, uh, I. You know, constant jabbing because of. I mean, we're getting on the daily. You know, somebody's yeah. reported somebody. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Sorry, you're not going to pin, you know. Totally. So no. now it's to the point now, though, if they, somebody's beyond their control, oh, what? They have to be quarantined 10 days. Yeah. No choice. So that's 10 days my child's missing out on education. You know, they can homeschool, yeah. whatever, but they're not getting the full treatment. So totally. basically, in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinion, too, almost being punished for being healthy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, totally. I totally agree with you on that. Totally. Like, and it's like that for everybody. Like, you know, we had a case at, at work and then anybody that worked with the person that day or the the two days prior they all had to isolate for 10 days and that was like half our staff <laughs> it was like what are we gonna do now <laughs> and none of them got sick like it was just that one guy 
So yeah, I know it sucks. Same thing. Like, uh, so I have three kids, uh, two of them in school, but my youngest decided he didn't want to go back to school. He wanted to do online, but my daughter is still in school and like they're sending tests home with her. Like they expect the kids to test themselves and like, I'm like, you're not doing that. Like if you're sick, it's one thing, but if you're not sick, <laughs> like that's stupid. But yeah, it, it kind of sucks. Like even if the kids want to go to school here, um, they'd have to go in like this general area because you have to be fully vaccinated to stay at a campus. And I left that up to my kids to decide if they wanted to or not. And they decided not to. So they're kind of screwed for that, which sucks. Yeah, because again, then it goes back to education. Now you're eliminating choices for people, you know, which is not right. But I think that things are going to start to go a little differently here soon. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> We've been saying this for three years now. <laughs> It's only going to be another five years, guys. <laughs> Just hold Oddly on a enough. little longer. <laughs> Oddly enough, it yeah. has only been two official years. I only know this because the show, the numbers don't jive anymore, but they did for the longest time. But it was weird and I didn't I never even thought about it. But uh Green 13 was the initial one that kind of noticed the coincidence, I guess. Okay. That the show numbers were in direct correlation with the official days of count of COVID. Oh. So basically my show launched the first official day of COVID. Oh, and shit. for the longest time, you know, you could almost look in the paper and it would say day 44. And it was my episode 44. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it ran perfectly. And a lot of times, man, I almost directly correlate uh, the show's success to kind of a little bit COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah. People, the right place, the right time. People totally. having nothing to do, I guess, would stare at this board guy, ball guy for hours. Oh, <laughs> but... that's not the only reason, but I'm sure, I'm sure that helped because of the fact that more people were at home. Yeah, totally. But that's awesome. Now, you know, that gave them the opportunity to catch the show. And they stay because they like the show. <laughs> Thank you for that. I'll bother that answer. <laughs> You're welcome. I and I really enjoy your show. I I love I love the info. Like, and I love the fact that there's info and there's joking around. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just all info. You have fun at the same time, and you can kid around. And yeah, I like it. <laughs> And all everybody's awesome that's on the show. It's an ever-evolving 
thing. I think that's what the key to it all is. It, it's ever changing. Totally, totally. Yeah, that's the only it, constant it, we it, have. It has to be that way, to be honest with you. It has to be that way. Yeah. As somebody that does this night after night, you know, it's hard to come on. I mean, we did it. If you go back and watch the first year, yeah, five hours a night for a year, talk clones, cannabis, IPM. You know what I mean? Yeah. At some point, you gotta go. All right, we've talked about our gardens like every day now. <laughs> totally we need a new person to show us their garden (laughs) no totally i i get that for sure but that's the good thing about these shows is you can take them lots of different places like it's endless really i like the i definitely like the conspiracy nights as well as the cannabis nights and stuff me too <laughs> and a few episodes, so it's for sure. For sure, for sure. I really liked the alien uh talk the one night. That was really interesting. <coughs> Just to hear people's takes of things too, you know what I mean? Other people's opinions on things. It's pretty cool. So <laughs> Pink let me talk ask over you this the one. Oh yeah, they I, <laughs> they're still they going on about the pig taco. It has not left. It has not left chat. It I love it. <laughs> Great. Now there's another one that uh, uh <laughs> I won't be able to live down. <laughs> Moist pig taco. <laughs> Can't we come up with a, a better one? <laughs> oh fuck, that's funny. <laughs> That is. That is. <laughs> so gonna... it sounds like you uh you work in cannabis as well. Uh yeah. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm actually the manager of the indigenous owned dispensary. So I started uh I started just as a bud tender. Uh basically it was a friend of mine opened up the store. We opened up a year before it was actually legal in Canada. Uh, So I left a really good job and really took a risk, uh, but it turned out to be an amazing risk. So I started out as a bud tender. Uh, I moved up and took over the Compassionate Club. So basically, I was the one helping um, all the medical patients and then I got promoted to store manager. So I've been doing that uh, about four or five months now. And then I just recently found out uh, my dad has cancer. So I took a sick leave for a little while. Well, I'm so sorry to hear that. It is what it is. Speedy recovery. I don't think he's going to recover, but it's okay. Is can, do, you, do you mind talking about it? Do you, I can talk a little bit about it, yeah. Sorry, I knew this was going to, yeah, it's okay. I'm okay. 
Let me do the spawn pit first. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Thank you for being strong enough to talk. Yeah, so we, uh, for a little while now, his leg was bothering him. So we went to the doctors a couple times. We had some tests done. Nothing really showed up. And then his leg started to swell. So uh, a couple days before Christmas, I saw how swollen his leg was. And I said, we got to go to the hospital. And <laughs> I had to force him because he is a stubborn, stubborn man. <laughs> but uh, I got him there. And they found a blood clot in his leg, which is why it was swollen. Um, but as they were looking, they also found uh, something else that they weren't sure what it was. Um, so we just had an appointment last week. It is bone cancer. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try not to cry here, but uh, it's basically taken over his leg. So the bone is completely gone and it's taken over uh, the bone. So basically uh, next Thursday, we got to go and get like a bone density test and another test and then go from there. So we'll see what happens, but uh, I think they probably will have to take his leg for sure. Uh, so the sorry, thank you for sharing. <laughs> Obviously, it isn't easy. No, definitely but... not. <laughs> but it is what it is, and we'll get through it. <laughs> pray, pray for your father. Thank you. So my dad's lived with me for a long time he moved in with me shortly after my mom passed away so he means a lot to me and you know what honestly when it comes down to it I just he's been in pain for a while and I just like him not to be in pain anymore so whatever happens it is what it is <laughs> It'll be okay. <laughs> it is tough. <laughs> but I have a great understanding boss uh, that basically uh, put me on a layoff so that I could take as much time as I needed. And I'll just go back when I'm ready. <laughs> It's awesome that uh, you have somebody, uh, an employer, friend, it sounded like. Yeah. Uh, it's there for you. Definitely. Amazing as well. Yeah, he's been really great. Yeah. Because basically, um, you know, stuff was going on with my dad over Christmas, and I just didn't go to work. I just kept saying I'd be in the next day, but I just was struggling a little bit. So... Finally, I was just like, listen, this is what's going on. I can't really work right now. And that's when he was like, that's okay. You know, I'll 
I'll lay you off until you're ready to come back. And so, yeah, he's, he's great. And I really, really appreciate him a lot. <laughs> Cause it would suck if I had a crappy boss. <laughs> that's, that's super awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It is. So again, I can't, I can't help but ask, uh, mm -hmm. because cannabis is relevant to us and it's relevant to cancer and it's just relevant as a medicine anyway. Yeah. Is it I, an option? Is he considering oh, yeah. it at I, least for comfort? He totally is. Immediately when I found out, I said, Dad, I'm getting you RSO. Whether it gets you high or not, we're just going to get it in you. Uh, he's already over a gram a day. Um, so he's doing awesome. Uh, it, he's sleeping a lot, but that's good. He needs to anyway to rest. Uh, so yeah, no, he's, he's doing really great. The only thing is he'll have to stop it a little bit before if he does have to have an operation because it'll thin out his blood. So, uh, but we'll just keep going till, till we know more. Yeah. <laughs> And it is helping. It, it, helps. it is helping with the pain for sure. Like he, he has painkillers, uh, but I've asked him not to take them unless necessary. Um, I said, just keep taking RSO. Like if it's working, just take that. And, and it's worked so far. He hasn't had to take any pain meds. So it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> no. You know what? It, it sucks. It really does suck. But people are in worse places than I am. So. Sounds like he was quite an amazing man. So you have to hold on to all the amazing things that he taught and amazing. Totally. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> Sorry. Gonna uh, continue down that road. <laughs> you, it's okay. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I I've been you know a big advocate on this on this because I have dealt with a few people with cancer as well yeah. as as a caregiver here in Michigan for sure, and it there is that period there where it is actually knocking them out in the beginning and like you mentioned the body needs that that healing time but uh, as us cannabis consumers know uh there does come that period where we do start to build up an immune system and it becomes more you know hopefully at that point they're up with more quality of life at that point one other thing I kind of learned about recently, by half and chance, is uh, uh, RSO and, uh, well, the, the original Rick Simpson method there. Uh, yeah. He always suggested the, the whole plant method. Not everybody does it that way. You know, I'm no. guilty of not full whole plant. You know, it's either yeah. trim or bud, whichever I have, or 
can use at the time, but it's right. never a whole shade leaf and everything. And I, yeah. I wondered about why that his process worked so well. And today I, I hear, you know, it's a variance and it's how it's made and everything else. But one thing I was reading a book the other day, and yeah. they were talking about chlorophyll and how good it was actually for the, the body. Actually, yeah. It was good for cleaning the liver and uh, producing red blood cells and everything else like that. And I thought to myself, I wonder if that's why the Rick Simpson method worked so well, because when he made it, he would never was too concerned about chlorophyll. Uh, in the recipe it would totally. nowadays we're so quick to not want it in the process or avoid it yeah I think that's part of our loss is we're not having that beneficial because we are trying to use it as a medicine why not have some of that chlorophyll in there if it's totally. necessarily a sleeping aid it would come in handy but if it can go ahead and work with the blood as well as yeah. both uh help the red blood content and the liver for cleaning purposes why yeah. not leave it in there for our medicine rso extract actually totally purposely you know you know go the extra mile to have it in there yeah we use whole plant when we do ours yeah yeah i i truly believe in everything that you take, you should try to get whole plant, including tinctures, everything. Because you are, you're missing a lot of elements if you're cutting out some of that plant, right? Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. I think you should be using the whole plant, yeah. And that could be my problem too, is that I'm getting my RSO from my work and we make large quantities at a time so I'm probably getting used to the strains that are in it as opposed to the RSO itself um so you know like maybe in a couple of weeks when I go get more it'll be a different batch and it may work better again yeah <laughs> it sucks right now though <laughs> I pray for a turn for you. Uh, on another level, I would like to give you guys a shout uh, shout out for uh, being uh, cowboys in the pioneer days, uh, pre pre legalization. There, there was a lot of people that did it here in Michigan. I got tons of respect yeah. for the people as well that uh, realized the the medicinal effects and were willing to stick it out there and make it available for people. Uh, there was a lot of so many, so much risk, so much worry. And if totally. today was going to be the day that the fucking police come kick it in the door. Oh, yeah. Stuff. Yeah. We used to have drills on what we would do if they did come. So like when my boss decided to open the store, like I said, it was like a year before legalization. So he actually went to the police and told them this is what I'm doing. And they actually asked to come in and just check out our security, which we let them. We were really, really open with them. And they never bothered us. 
never once because it's not it wasn't worth it to them at that point like it was going to be legal anytime we're using our native rights to uh provide medicine and they don't want to go down that road <laughs> so <laughs> they didn't do anything but they could have uh on a federal level like the police around here wouldn't have been able to do anything it would it would have had to have been on a federal level and we were pretty safe like we've got safety things uh in place if we're robbed or if the police were to raid us <laughs> but it was yeah it was it was scary and it was a huge risk yeah for sure but the best risk ever i'm so glad i took it <laughs> glad you did too man again shout out to all the pioneers there took that early risk totally no for sure paving the way for everybody it, it went back and forth and it's still going back and forth here in michigan with all that <laughs> can't wait for things to level off someone oh i know right but you know we're so, paving. Let me ask. I guess it's a little different there. But uh, what? How are your thoughts on uh, recre legal rec cannabis versus uh, medical cannabis? Did uh, did did medical cannabis actually sweep the entire country before they allowed recreational cannabis? Um, I don't know if it was the entire country. Um, I believe it was, but I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent. Um, definitely here it was for a long time before it was recreationally. Um, I, I I'm going to be honest here. I don't think that if I were to go back in time, even though I work where I work, I don't think that it should have been legalized per se. I think that it should have been decriminalized. And, you know, each person has the right to grow a certain amount like it is now, basically. Um, but having it go recreationally, um, the way the government's flooded, like, you know, at first, they were only going to allow a certain amount of stores and that, well, <laughs> they changed their mind and they like flooded the place because they know not all of them are going to last. So they basically are trying to like push everybody out by putting as many stores as they can. And then it'll come down to where they'll just keep so many that are popular or whatever. But I, I just think that that's been the downfall. I don't think it ever should have been legalized recreationally, personally. I think it should have just been decriminalized. I know that's awful to say, but I want it to be legalized and, and I want everybody to be able to smoke it and everybody to have access to it. But it's not going that way. You know what I mean? If that's the way it was going to go, then awesome. But that's not what's happening. So now that it has been here, we can see the mistakes. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I'm absolutely terrified of legal cannabis. I'm very on the record of it. Yeah. No, totally. And I am more so for you guys because of the caregivers, you know, like here it's not the same as there. Like you don't see as many caregivers uh, growing for people. So that's a huge part of where you guys are from. And I think that having it recreationally it, it is just bad. It, it's just bad for everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I'm going to get <laughs> shit on for that, but. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I came to see that legal or the medical side of cannabis uh, as my journey progressed. Uh, obviously, as I grew older and lost more friends to pharmaceutical drugs, friends, family. Um, I've seen the damage, so much damage. <laughs> so, totally. so, so much damage from it. I just, and not just from that aspect of, of, it, of it, but the actual healing part of it. I mean, there's so many levels to it being a good medicine. Absolutely. But the fact that it can get people off of the other medications that are getting people sick is yeah. a, a huge benefit. You know, if it can get addicts off other drugs <laughs> in general, that's awesome. If it can help people with mental really? problems, it's, you know, there's so many pluses to it. And I Absolutely. just wish we were realizing that aspect of it worldwide. Yeah. Before we took it on as a, a party favor. You know, totally. no shame in recreational cannabis. And there's value to that as well. <laughs> Most people that drink or anything else are going home to, you know, they're drinking or they're using for one reason or another. So there's yeah. some medicinal at that point, it's got to be considered medicinal either way. I guess, for sure. It's a release. Uh, but I just wish no. the side would be more realized. For sure. No, I agree with you. Like, honestly, it, yeah, that probably would have been the best way to go first is have it have everybody on agreement of how it should be medically. And somebody mentioned in chat that if it was actually legalized, there wouldn't be a plant count and there wouldn't be this and there wouldn't be that. And that's exactly what I mean. You know, when they made it legalized, they're still giving you rules on it. So exactly what he said, it's not really legalized. It is, but it isn't. Alcohol is legal. They don't tell you you can't, you know, can only go buy one fucking bottle. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, hey, man, you can only get one bottle a, a day. Like, I don't know. So I do agree. I agree that uh, it, it, I don't think that it should have been legalized. I should, uh, it should have been decriminalized because then if we're, you know, growing our own stuff, it, we, we get a fine if we have too much. You know what I mean? It's not people aren't going to jail and people aren't uh, getting their lives ruined because they have 10 plants in their fucking bedroom, you know? Everybody should have ten plants in their bedroom. 
Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Did I say 10? I mean 30. <laughs> you have to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. You don't want to bury themselves in work. Or 10. Just get started. And just see where it goes from there. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> too funny. <laughs> Yeah, I just we, we kind of talked about this earlier. And I just yeah. I think that it takes so much away from medical cannabis when and I guess somebody from that works at a dispensary, uh so many different names for uh, whatever you want to call them in the yeah. local area. Yeah. Uh it's it, it gets a little bit disheartening to where when you want to start calling it medicine. Mm-hmm. And you start seeing the hype streams as like burner and them guys of the, you know, any of them, any of yeah. them that are putting the names on the t-shirts and stuff. I just, at that point, I don't care if it's Alaskan fun or fuck or whatever it is. Yeah, I'm gonna be disheartened to see that same grandma come out of the dispensary with a last thunderfucker <laughs> cookies t-shirt because at yeah. that point I really believe it's going to be very close to seeing that very same sweet old lady sign her check with a Pilsner pen you know <laughs> or something else she got free from the doctor you know what I mean uh, it's one in the same at that totally yeah i hear you i get you <laughs> fuck <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah no for sure i i think you're right about that i think that having it recreationally has taken away from the medical for sure for sure because it's like it's a fine line in between like and not just that but like i look at so I'm a medical cannabis user. I was a medical cannabis user before it was legal, before the store was opened. And, you know, my prescription was for a certain amount. I had to buy it from the government and they didn't have the doses I needed. So even if I wanted to have it medically, I was fucked. Like I still had to go to Joe down the road. You know what I mean? (laughs) They don't. uh... The legality about it, I don't know. I've been doing it too long either way. (laughs) So, like, no, I hear you. Stopping legally in my lifetime, if it's legal or or like not. Like I said earlier, back before it was even medical, I was already gearing my jobs, you know. Totally. my use of cannabis so i don't think (laughs) that's funny Uh, no for (laughs) sure (laughs) you know what it is what it is buddy what first first light i ever got i told him i should not i used it what the i'm totally uh charlton heston I used that reference. That's like, you know, once once I get this light up, man, they, they're gonna have to pry this gross from my cool. <laughs> it's never gonna stop. 
I'm never, never gonna fucking stop. I have it. Awesome. I have it. That's so, awesome. No, that's the way I feel it, too. I think that uh, there's something, you know, in the 70s, they actually, there's studies that showed that uh, they knew back then that horticulture was a great remedy for returning soldiers from Vietnam. They didn't have the name of PTSD uh, thrown around on everything back then, but they knew it was great for them, recovering addicts, and people with other just mental focus problems. But that was never brought to the forefront, or you know what I mean? And that's one of the things that I have found with cannabis in general is the cultivation side of it is without a doubt the biggest part of the medicine itself uh so that's one of the things that again i fight for everybody to grow for because there is so much of a value there especially especially for people with ptsd uh the moments when you're just total wound up and you can't you know what i mean yeah the best times i've been locked up and can't figure out what the fuck i do i find myself better best wandering off in here and just like look at the plants and just let my mind unwind and then it'll just naturally what comes next and that's what the bind up is what do i do next what do i do next next? (laughs) so many things you know, it's hard to reach out and grab that one and take the first step. So, you know, totally. being that time in the garden is, you know, awesome. It is. It is. And not just that, but like, I find I get seasonal depression. I'm sure a lot of people do. Um, you know, you're stuck inside and, and I'm finding that I'm not that bad this year because of the fact that I'm in there, I'm with the plants. I feel nice and warm, like it's summer. Um, so it would help with that a lot as well. Or for me anyway, which is nice. (laughs) I have to, uh, excuse myself for one second. I'll be back. (laughs) No worries. Uh, Cheers, everybody in chat. Modern Genetics, we just 207. Heidi Doc, hopefully I said that right. Uh, Mr. Bingus, cheers to you. Gaster Tempe, Notorious Nugs, how you guys doing? Of course, Rose, how you doing? Um, hopefully everybody is enjoying this episode as much as I am. Do you have any questions you'd like me to ask? Please uh, hit me up in chat. I'd be happy to pass those questions along. Uh, what are you guys smoking at? I guess I'm wanting to know where you guys hang out, smoke along with us. What is in your joint pipe or whatever? Cheers, Great Alaska. How is your evening? Hopefully you've kicked off your weekend. Great. Crypto OG, much respect to you, my friend. I would greatly, greatly love to see you in uh, one of these We Nerd World episodes very soon. A little update to you from you, see how you're doing in your life, how your grow's going, more or less, just how you're doing, my friend. Of course, another 
old friend to the show. Dave's not here. Cheers to you as well. Hopefully you're having a great day. What, what you smoking on? It is a little bit of uh, the jelly bean slash citrus blazer in my joint there. Thank you, uh, Can I Help You, Can I Happiness, Miss Cass. How you doing? Always a pleasure to see you in chat. Mr. Beast Coast Grower 420, another past guest. If you haven't watched his episode, I highly suggest you go back and watch that spotlight as well. Man, it's some great folks here in chat. Most of these guys have done some episodes. Cheered to all the, the past guests in chat. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Oh, a lot of great people in chat to this evening. There is. I know I feel bad. I'm ignoring them all. I'm sorry, guys. It's super tough to do, to be honest with you. Uh, when it's the one-on-one -on -one like that. Easier when it's a panel, the panel shows. Totally. To just kind of fade into your box and disappear in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, totally, totally. <laughs> Cheers, guys. In fact, there has been some... I Actually, there's one episode now, all the true fans of the show that had not missed an episode knowing exactly the episode I'm talking about. But it was up until this one episode, I would go, you know, it doesn't hurt if you'd like to have another device or bring up another window. You can keep up with chat. And, you totally. know, and uh, that, that episode changed everything. So nowadays, <laughs> I, if you're smart enough to bring up the chat on your end, did you want to involve that? All right. I'm used to bringing up the chat, but oh man, yeah, when when you're, well, you know what, I'm just, I'm talking, I'm having fun. So I apologize for not talking much in chat, but <laughs> we're having a good time over here. I gotta, I gotta focus. <laughs> So uh, they're wanting, I believe I asked this already, but mm -hmm. just since I asked why you were absent, if they had any questions. Yeah. Uh, Dirt Road Dude, I guess, asked, what do you pay for, uh, what do you pay for RSO? Okay. Hopefully nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do pay uh for my rso but i get a, a very 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 good deal um but we sell it for 20 uh per g and that's actually like the cheapest you can get it here pretty much uh for the quality that you're getting anyway That's one thing that uh, before I ask the next question, uh, I have a lot of respect for Canada for is their cannabis medical system and uh, what they think is fair, how many plants you're able to grow and stuff like that. Uh, state yeah. to state here, I think that it's very unrealistic consumption and you know, way, yeah. way, way, way way off so i got much respect for canada's medical system 
for sure. No, I, I do respect them for that aspect. Um, so like when I went for my medical, um, it, it was slightly different, I think, than it is now. Um, but basically you could get a couple different licenses. So you could get one, uh, just to have your medical so that like, if you're carrying it, you know, you're not going to get in trouble for it. Um, then there's another one that allows you to grow. Um, and then, you know, there's other ones if you're doing it on like commercial levels or whatever, but, um, I believe it's different now. I believe that they've lumped it together. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I'm growing it no matter what. So I don't really care. <laughs> when I first got my prescription, basically the way it worked is they put through like so many grams per day and then they would work that out to how many plants you would be allowed to grow but it was never enough. Like, to be honest, it, it, it wouldn't have been enough anyway, not to continuously have medicine. Like it, that's probably what you're seeing there too, is that even if you can grow medically, it's not enough to keep going all the time. Is that what you're Sorry. seeing? That's yeah, okay. I'm sorry about that. I was no, trying don't to be... finish my type and <laughs> That's <was> okay. <laughs> don't don't be sorry so, at all. That's what I am seeing, uh, 100%. And that's a huge part of my bench, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, when medical came through here in Michigan, it pretty much made the medical scene a joke. A yeah. joke, in my opinion. Uh, the amount you can carry from place and place are the exact same the amount you yep. can have uh at home is completely mm -hmm. uh insane and different uh basically if you're a recreational grower here in michigan and whatever you can produce yeah. you're uh able to have here but as a medical grower uh say let's say you like for say uh, yeah. not a caregiver instance you right. would only supposed to really have two point ounces of usable cannabis at any one time that's wow that, in my even be prior before i you know that i was honestly i probably i haven't even i don't even know anymore since i started growing you know what i mean yeah before grow before grow days it was an ounce a week so that's me, sure. that's a two and a half week supply yep. there, and if you're running a monocrop or whatever, you're either over already over, or you're just not doing things right, or you've reduced your numbers down to yep. accommodate your your worry and breaking the law. I guess. Yeah, and that's super super unrealistic. I've always told people, please. We have a 12 plant grow here in Michigan. That's four, four, four. Start them all at once. Get four going. You know, you're going to have a light harvest that first time. You know, totally. And then 30 days, they're out. Shoot, four more. And yeah. Actually, keep yourself in cannabis. But that is so unfair that, you know, legally as a recreational grower, you could have a closet full of weed, but to call it medicine, 
Yeah. I mean, no, you had to shortchange yourself. That's what makes it a joke. And that's what I'm afraid of across the board. For sure. For sure. And I, and like, I, I do see that here too. Trust me. We may have a little bit of a better, uh, you know, medical side, but I do see what you're saying here as well. And, you know, uh, like other things too, like I've, I've looked and where I can get my uh, medicine from or where I'm supposed to get my medicine from, they don't even carry RSO. Like, okay, are we medical? Because you don't even carry RSO. Like, I don't know. It seems weird to me. But whatever, it is what it is. <laughs> we just got to keep fighting. <laughs> I guess as long as it's legal, <laughs> you're able to to grow it. If you want to call it medicine, use it medicine, I guess. Yeah. I guess. But yeah. it's sad that it has to be like that. Uh, the the way is. that I, I, I put it is uh, it takes numbers for funding. Yeah. Uh, it's just that's the way it goes. You know, if people... You know, they want to see those numbers build like more and more dollars for the research you want to do. Well, when legalization comes across the board, and I've seen it here in Michigan, the number of medical cards pulled right down because yeah. it's exactly what we're talking about. Why do I want to pull a medical card when I, I don't even need to be in the system I can grow as much as I want. I can consume as much as I want. I don't have to have the state in my grill. Yeah. Uh, why pull the card? Well, with the cards not being pulled, unfortunately, white papers, white papers, white papers. There's somebody counting them cards and yeah. dictating funding that will go into medical cannabis research and stuff like that. So as those right. numbers dwindle, I'm afraid research proper research numbers will dwindle right recreational weed i don't think it's going to give two shits about <laughs> you know the medical impact side of it as long totally. as they're they gonna give a shit or care why yeah no you're right maybe we should get those truckers to come fight the the cannabis battle for us <laughs> Okay, guys, we're moving on to cannabis. <laughs> that, oh, that is fucking funny. They get it. They're getting it done. They would. They would get it done. <laughs> Come on, guys. Let's make some phone calls. <laughs> Need board on the medical cannabis side of things, fellas. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're on our way to Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i know i'm so, joking but i guarantee if fucking somebody like put that bug in their ear <laughs> <laughs> i think you i think it already took off to be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> So I obviously think that uh, the bong there is your favorite 
consumption method. Am I right saying that? Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, I feel like papers uh, take away from the taste of the flour, personally. Uh, I, I just, I can notice it. I don't, I don't know. Maybe there's some papers that are better, but yeah, I prefer the bong. I do dabs as well, but I use like a nectar collector. But yes, nice, nice. <laughs> and that's my favorite one because of all these perks. <laughs> I have a taller one. This one's pretty big. Just ignore it because it's not clean. That one's even taller. It's got two sets of perks. Holy but that shit. that one's hard to Congrats. smoke. Out. Congrats to your healthy lungs on that tall son of a bitch. <laughs> no, it that one's that one's a little rough. <laughs> it's pretty big. <laughs> but you know what's funny is like I cough more off a joint than I do off my bong because I'm used to it now. Like I used to just smoke joints and I used to like hack off a bong. I hated bongs. And then, like, I don't know what happened. I just started smoking out of the bong one day, and now I can't smoke joints. Well, I do once in a while, but definitely prefer the bong. Needs to use raw black or... No, I can, I can taste it through the raw as well. Um, Elements, which is also by raw, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> um, those ones I don't mind. They're not bad. But, uh, oh my God, I did just say that, yes. <laughs> what is she saying? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Elements rock, though. They're, they're wicked. <laughs> I prefer the joint myself. Uh, yeah. Not a blunt guy. I do like the big joints. I actually, yeah. this is... Uh, my favorite and this roller here okay cool this roller here. cool and, uh, it rolls like a dime size joint awesome this thing. but if yeah, it looks uh, pretty big. you ever bought papers for it it will only a king size paper will leave you about seven eighths of an inch short uh. of the entire roller so uh. you never got the whole thing out of it but it would still roll a cannon cool but uh and i love those and if you ever see me at like festivals i'm good for having a uh, couple of foot longs concerts nice I love to, like sneak two or three is two or three of these in cool. and on a concert awesome is usually i find i tell you what a little secret for concert traveling if you're a grower and you willing to sneak in three foot long joints to a concert you can pretty much sit wherever you want <laughs> I love it as long as you get through that door yeah. I promise you if you stroll over to whatever area you want to sit in and fire that bitch up while the band is playing. They will <laughs> usher you over and find room for you. 
totally totally that's so funny <laughs> so before covid hit <coughs> i was able to go to my first concert uh here where cannabis was legal and it was really cool because it was an outdoor uh, concert and you couldn't smoke once you got like past a certain point or whatever which was fine but like they had the smoking area and now you know you're used to seeing people having cigarettes everybody's they're smoking joints it was so awesome like it was just like it felt surreal sitting there outside while cops are walking by you smoking joints i was just like this is weird man and then uh I actually brought uh, a vape into one concert. Uh, I try not to bring joints unless I'm in VIP, just because uh, they're usually indoor concerts here. And I've had some dirty looks from people before. (laughs) Most people are cool. Most people are cool. And it depends like what kind of concert you're going to, too. You know what I mean? Oh, that's the fun thing about it is I've had people, elderly people, that didn't yeah. even smoke, that just wanted it to, can you get my picture with this thing? <laughs> Take the, you know, cell phone and shit. That's, that's you know, awesome. <laughs> I have, I do have a cigarette story for you, cigarette concert story for you. Okay. My oldest daughter. Yeah. Uh, I love her so much. Just Aww. made me a grandfather. I'm very stoked. I heard. I Congrats. I, am, I never thought I'd say that. But I dreaded the idea of ever becoming a grandfather, but seeing they made it, she made it to a respectable age. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I was the last one in all the family to where my, you know, I mean, I wasn't the first one to have grandpa or nothing like that yeah so, yeah that's awesome oh for sure because she like, oh go ahead sorry oh no i didn't mean to cut you off no no uh, i cut you off <laughs> she, she uh she bought me tickets us tickets rather to yeah. see tool she oh, became awesome. a fan and we've we've learned to share so many things as a father daughter music later in life cannabis much later in life cannabis cool uh, but she well she's 26 you know that can, oh, can, yeah. can legally consume with my daughter you know it, it changed totally. it kind of really changed the relationship and it you know kind of the father daughter and it made you know it's it's fun smoking no nonetheless sure. i'm getting away from the damn story uh, so we go to see tool yeah and she bought she she bought me tickets for Father's Day to go see Tool. How cool okay. was that? That is awesome. Yeah. It was pretty cool. <laughs> and the vibe at Tool was completely different than when I seen them originally in their heyday. It was drinking fest. This time around, much chill. People with babes. Cool. You know, more chill crowd. It was a good time. We go down into the pavilion there and start smoking and kind of wait for the lights to go out. I started unleashing the fucking barrage of joints. I went heavy handed for tool. I took three three fucking foot long joints. This is no lie. (laughs) And a fucking, a fucking, 
bag full of joints like this. Oh, fuck. So I, awesome. I mean, I was loaded. loaded. <laughs> nice. So I'm firing them off and I'm just like sending them on their way. Yeah. Cool. And, you know, just a little worried. I'm watching the crowd a little bit. And somebody actually handed me a cigarette. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I hit it and I looked at him. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. I'm like, don't, why would you do that? No, that's not even funny. Oh I'm smoking my... weed here. Oh my so, God, I'm sorry. It's not funny, but later. it is funny. <laughs> you actually right, take well, it. So a little, a little while later, and then we're hitting these joints, and I notice it's just blasting this gentleman. Yes. Right, right in the face. <laughs> and he is fucking cheesing. I, I guess I can't not not tell this part of the story. He is fucking cheesing. And you can tell he wants to hit this joint. Yeah. Bad. And I, I kind of and, and he's like, no, 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 no. I can't, I can't. He kind of like points to the date he's with. And I got your number. But it's just like every hit I take just blasted him in the face. And That's absolutely. Funny. It's taken him back. He must not have been an everyday smoker, but he was like loving it. So, so the hilarious. concert goes on mm-hmm. and like they start spotlighting the crowd here. Okay. And I see him take away some people over there. Wow. They, oh, no. They, you know, it's the joints. You know, that's what I immediately think. Totally. Oh, no, they're fucking. So they, they start spotlighting right around us. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck. We're fucked. So I fucking, I, I actually like, I'm hitting the one and it just like zooms by me and hits the, <laughs> the guy that just, oddly enough, just passed me that cigarette, right? Oh, my God. I I I couldn't I couldn't make this up if I wanted to. That's crazy. So I'm fucking <laughs> nervous. I kind of like fucking. I actually <laughs> the joint down, and I hand it to the person next to, <laughs> and they take the joint. I'm like, I don't know. funny, but whatever. I've I've got plenty, you know. I'm more about like, being caught with the. We shouldn't so, have to fucking worry about that, man. Anyway, no, story. Sure, but this is the funny part of the story. So, yeah, the now two lights are fucking spotlighting the front row, the row oh, in front shit. of me. And I shit you not, if security did not come down, oh no, and drag out the gentleman smoking the cigarette <laughs> and left the people smoking weed. Oh, they literally grabbed the one guy smoking a cigarette. No, left the yes, I swear to you. That's good though. That's good because yeah, yeah, for sure. That's crazy though. Oh my god, I was completely (laughs) by by my you know look. I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. I would, I yeah, I would have been shocked too. Holy fuck! And I would have been paranoid like you too, because when I brought that vape into the concert that one time, um, secu- like I, I was in the VIP section, but there was a security like maybe ten feet from me, 
And same sort of kind of thing happened where like he kept looking my direction after I was smoking and I was like, oh, fuck, he caught me. But he didn't. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) it's like shit. Plus, I paid a lot of money to go to that concert. (laughs) I'd seen it in chat. Somebody wrote, Karma's a bitch. That's exactly what I thought. Totally. uh, They dragged him off. I kind of thought, that's what you get for handing me a cigarette. Totally. Like, what was the guy thinking anyway? (laughs) You guys were passing around cigarettes? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) That's so funny. my god maybe he was just like he was drinking and fucking didn't realize i don't know (laughs) but yeah karma is a bitch (laughs) totally totally (laughs) great concert though yeah that would have been awesome oh i'd love to see tool that's wicked i've seen a lot of good bands but uh never tool (laughs) So uh I guess while we're on the subject, what 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 has been one of your favorite concerts? What, sorry, one of my favorite concerts? Um yeah. so I think my very favorite uh was in Montebello, Quebec, and it was like a three-day uh kind of event and it was just wild. So they shut down this whole town for this event and like I didn't realize what it was going to be like and you know like we pull through and it's just like people everywhere like there's you can only drive up to a certain point and then you have to kind of leave your vehicle and walk in and it's like the whole town is just this concert like it's it was crazy um there wasn't a a lot of like well-known bands there were some um but it was just like the atmosphere and and the people like it was just so much fun. Um, and then I did go to another one in Sarnia that w- uh, this is actually funny. I'll tell you this story. This was a funny one. So we go to I used to have a van so I could take the seats out of the van and I could fit like a mattress in the back. So basically, I would just take my van to these concerts and we'd sleep in the back of the van. So we go to this uh, concert and it's in Sarnia and uh, we decide to like park in a park that's like really close to the concert and we're sleeping and we wake up the next morning and there's like some event happening in this fucking park that we're sleeping in and people are like walking by us and I'm just like, oh my God, (laughs) this is embarrassing, (laughs) but that was fun. It was really fun. Uh, I, there were a lot of good bands there. Uh, Iron Maiden, John Cougar Mellencamp. Uh, fuck. So many. I can't even name. Uh, Alice, Alice Cooper. Um, fuck, who else? All kinds. All kinds. It was a lot of fun. So, yeah. Good concerts. Oh, me too. Totally, totally. No, I love just something about you know the music, the people having that many amount of people, the energy from having 
that wants people together it's always amazing totally it is it is and usually like everything's kosher you don't usually have too many issues at concerts like that you know every once in a while you do but you know it's funny because people like I've gone to a lot of like punk rock concerts and you know people uh judge certain people by the way they look and I will tell you that out of all the concerts I've ever been to it's those punk ones that were the most peaceful like no fighting like you know just just fun (laughs) Although it uh, <laughs> it kind of sucked because uh, they have showers there that you can use or whatever. But like I couldn't have a fucking shower for like three days because they were like piled every day. Like there was no way to have a shower, man. It sucked. <laughs> but it, it was still fun. I didn't care. <laughs> I had a good time. It was really hot, though, and there was, like, no shade. Ugh. And I will say, like, I've never had this happen before. So I, we left the concert. We, uh, we get home, and I wake up the next morning, and my lips were, like, swollen. And I was like, what the fuck is going on with my lips? I thought, like, I was having some sort of allergy or whatever. And I go to the doctor's. Oh, my light just went off. I go to the doctor's and uh, I actually sunburnt my lips and had some sort of reaction to it. And they were literally like swollen and it fucking killed. (laughs) It was so weird, but it was because I was like in direct sunlight for three days. (laughs) I'm surprised I didn't like get dehydrated or because <laughs> back then I drank too. So I was drinking and in the full sun for three days. <laughs> I don't drink oh, anymore. Man. It's a good thing, I guess. I mean, to each their own. I'm a non-drinker myself, but I have sure had some fun on alcohol. Oh, I me gave too. it up. And fuck, by the time I was like, 21 i was already like tired of drinking i because like i told you i i I was going to canada every weekend yeah and that was like fucking a four or five hour ride for us uh you know what i mean where we would go down to detroit cross the border over in the winter good times times. yeah and fucking so we were drinking pretty regular at an early age. Yeah. I was actually, I had bar stories in high school. There was a local bar that would pitch your nights on Wednesdays and they didn't give a shit. They never checked no IPs. And I would get in there and I'd like, senior year, I'm telling bar stories every Thursday morning. And shit. By the time <laughs> I was 21, I was like, fucking done with it you know what i mean and it was yeah a good it was a good thing but i don't hate people that drink these days totally no and i was the same absolutely (laughs) absolutely 
no, I was the same there. Uh, when I was younger, I was able to get into this bar before I was of age and drinking age here is, is younger. So uh, I was actually pregnant with my first child by the time I was 21. So I was definitely done drinking and, you know, when the kids got a bit older, I'd have some here and there. Um, I just don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy waking up feeling like crap and I don't enjoy wasting time feeling that way. So it became, you know, just not worth it for me. And it's not like I won't have one, you know, if it's Christmas and somebody says, let's have a drink, I'll have a drink maybe, but, uh, a drink (laughs) and that's it. (laughs) And even then, I don't even like it. Like, I I was saying this to somebody the other day. um, At work, at Christmas, they always want to stay after work and and have a drink and just chill for a minute. So I don't drink, so I have to go buy something to, to drink, have a drink or whatever. So I bought, like, a Mickey of something. I literally had, like, one shot out of it. It was in my fridge. And then I'm like looking around I find the Mickey from the year before (laughs) that's still full with just the one shot out of it so (laughs) that's how much I drink (laughs) yeah I'll tell you my uh uh, my last what the fuck kind of alcohol story was uh I passed out in the sun oh shit uh, yeah I, I had to go down to Florida the fucking very next day. Oh, no. And a friend of mine uh, who was racing in the Cardi Cup came uh, a couple of bodies short just before the race and asked me if I would, you know, basically just be a weight. I'm, okay. I'm no fucking sailor. I can be told, <laughs> you know, go over here you know what I mean yeah turned out we got a fucking practically windless day so I <laughs> start drinking a little bit sailing you know what I, mean? mm-hmm. I ended up fucking passing out on the fucking deck of the boat and oh no got burnt purple I was literally uh, that's crappy. Fucking yeah, have probably one of the worst nights of rest. Oh, I remember the Mickey's. Oh, that's terrible shit. Oh, um, uh, one of the most terrible nights rest I ever had. It went to Florida where you know sun tan, sunburns are frequent. I got down there, southern Florida, Naples, and then yeah. people fucking looked at me down there like. Where in the fuck did you just get off? <laughs> Where the fuck have you been? You know, it was hard to sell that I was coming from Michigan. And I was fucking <laughs> literally fucking purple and shit. That is yeah, so after that funny. it was like, yeah, no more of that <laughs> shit. But, right? Oh man, yeah, that would have sucked. Oh, that would have hurt so much. So I'm native, so I don't normally burn. Um, but a few years ago I did burn for the first time and ouch, (laughs) it hurts. 
I, I never really knew how much it hurt until I got one, <laughs> but I did the same thing. Like I never burn. So I never worry about sun, like sunscreen or anything. And I went out like normal sun tanning. Like I do that a lot. I love being out in the sun, but for some reason, I guess it's affecting me now, but only like the first time I'm out and then I just get dark from there, which is okay. <laughs> Oh my god, I've never been burnt like that, though. That would have killed, man. <laughs> Where are you coming from? Michigan. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Still dazed and confused. Oh, man. Sun can beat you up. Oh, fuck it can, I yeah. I definitely learned that day the sun can beat you up absolutely for sure especially like if you're on a boat out in the water man I used to sail a lot too it does yeah the sun really gets you out there man you'll be burnt out there before you even know you're burnt even if you don't fall asleep (laughs) oh that would have been shitty (laughs) definitely don't miss alcohol by any means and no to be honest with you you know i can't say off camera or off the record because we're obviously both uh, <laughs> I, as my kids got a little bit older and you know uh towards eight eighteen ish age yeah and i knew that there was a chance that alcohol could be coming into their past, you know, as they got older. Yeah. They they've never they've never not one of my kids have ever seen me impaired from alcohol. I can honestly yeah. say they've never seen me impaired. Well, with cannabis, I guess it's impaired as I can be from cannabis, yeah. but uh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Impaired, you know what I mean. For sure. And so I, I had to kind of warn them a little bit about the, the dangers with alcohol, you know, yep. that you can actually lose control, do stupid shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And with that being said, you know, I've always secretly hoped they would take the avenue of cannabis uh, if the options were presented, to be honest with you. Several reasons. I mean, if they're at a party and they're presented with the two and they give in to peer pressure for one reason or another uh cannabis you can still be quite functional and i've talked about three daughters so i'm concerned oh totally you know what i mean so and you you're more you can still be aware of your surroundings and whatnot through cannabis it's less likely of somebody trying to fucking stick a mickey in your joint you know what I mean? That's that's not <laughs> totally. happen. So I've always kind of secretly hoped that, uh, and that's been so far. Fingers crossed. None of them are really drinkers. Or don't Good. They, the older ones use cannabis. And, cool. You know, I don't mind. No. I don't no. mind that they made that choice. For <laughs> sure. For sure. No, my kids are my kids are a little bit. Well, I have a 19 year old, a, a 17 year old, and a 15 year old. And honestly, even at the age that they're at, if they came to me 
and told me, um, you know, I'm not going to tell them that I prefer them to do cannabis, but I would much rather them do cannabis than drink for sure. Absolutely. (laughs) My oldest, who's 19 and he's allowed to legally drink and, uh, and smoke, he doesn't actually like either. Um, he is a big boy, like he's tall and he's big, but I've let him try like a couple edibles and stuff and he hasn't felt them. So, but like, I don't want to like give him too much. <laughs> so <laughs> I just, he just isn't interested in it, which is fine by me. The younger kids I think are, but, uh, <laughs> we'll get there when we get there. <laughs> But I've always been open with them. Like, you know, I've never necessarily hidden it. I mean, it's not like I openly smoked it right in front of them when they were younger, but I never hid it either. You know what I mean? So I've always explained, you know, why I use it, uh, you know, and I've explained the dangers uh, of, of using it when you don't know about it as well, right? You can get anxiety if, if you were to take an edible and it's too high for you or, you know, you still got to be safe. There's still, there's still things that can happen. <laughs> I've been there myself, man. I've taken too much RSO before and like been one of those people that are like, oh my God, like this is too much. <laughs> I can see why somebody that's not used to that feeling would be the type of person that would go to the hospital thinking something's wrong. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> oh yeah. I've definitely seen a lockup actually from overdoing it with edibles. Just completely locked up. Oh man. Had a hard time breathing. Yeah. Full planning. And it was, uh, I never thought cannabis could do that. Oh, yeah. It was tough to watch, to be honest. Totally. No, I've had a couple times like that. And and again, like I have uh, panic attacks every once in a while. So, like before I had this issue, um, I never had an issue with anxiety with, with cannabis. So I think I'm just more prone to it now. So do edibles uh, compound panic attacks? I mean, or do, does, is it up? They, they don't necessarily, but like, I mean, I don't know about you, but the initial feeling for an edible, when I start to realize that I'm feeling it, is usually my heartbeat's going fast. So that also happens at the start of a panic attack. So I don't think it's necessarily um, the edible itself. I think it's my own body because it's used to having the panic attack that as soon as it feels that, it can be set off by that. You know what I mean? Like, it's almost like my body's like, oh my God, here we go again. And then it just, puts me there (laughs) it's it really is all in your head you know like people say 
it's in your head. It is in your head. It totally is. I know that. But your mind is a pretty crazy thing and it can do crazy things and it can make you feel certain things even if you don't fucking want to and even if you know that's not what's really happening you know what I mean yeah it's a little scary (laughs) I've had a full-on panic attack where I've passed out like literally passed out yeah but I, I'm way better. Like that was when I first was getting them and I couldn't control them and I didn't really know what was happening. And, you know, once you realize what's happening and you kind of, you kind of just got to get in your head or I do anyway, I have to just really focus on breathing, getting my heart rate down. That's for me, the biggest thing. If I can get my heart rate down, I can stop my panic attack. But if I can't get it down, uh, your body just automatically takes over and puts you through those motions and you just got to wait it out, <laughs> which sucks. <laughs> yeah, I did pass out. Yeah. I actually thought that uh, that was the very first major panic attack I had. And I actually did call 911 because I thought something was wrong with me. Uh, So basically, I was sitting in bed and just out of nowhere, I felt uh, almost like a bit of uh, vertigo, like I just a little like wave of kind of dizziness. But I was like lying in bed. So that kind of freaked me out. And then it sent my heart rate going. And then like I felt like something was wrong. And I ended up calling 911. Like uh, it, it, it can happen easily. And I was talking to them on the phone. And I remember like crouching on the ground talking to them because I felt like I was going to pass out. And all of a sudden, I just woke up to, I could hear the lady like yelling in the phone, like, can you please answer? Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, <laughs> I must have passed out. And then, she sent an ambulance but by the time the ambulance got there I had it was over and then I felt stupid (laughs) you know what I mean like I'm just like yeah I had a panic attack and basically I just said I wasn't gonna go to the hospital it was just a panic attack I was fine and they suggested going anyway but I didn't (laughs) and then I just you know I went to my doctor I explained what was going on and uh I was in a, actually a really abusive relationship for uh, five years and that's what caused all of that. So, you know, I, I knew I was stressed. I knew I wasn't in a good spot, but I didn't realize that was setting them off. So I left finally and I took a while to heal and I'm pretty good now. <laughs> I never went on medication. My doctor wanted me to go on meds and I didn't want to. So I just did it myself. And that's why I'm saying it takes a lot of brain power (laughs) to get through it. But you can, man. You don't need medicine that way to get through something like that. And I used cannabis. I I used a lot of CBD oil. Uh, I carry a CBD vape pen around with me and if I feel like I'm getting anxious I'll 
just start smoking on that and I feel better. <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily just the CBD, like the CBD uh, helps, but I think like when you're having a panic attack, you need to like kind of focus on something else. So I think the motion of holding it and smoking it and it's flavored. So there's some flavor. I think all of those kind of help. Um, yeah, no, no meds, uh, uh, per prescription meds, like pharmaceutical meds is what I'm talking about. Not cannabis. I definitely suggest cannabis for, for somebody that has PTSD or anxiety. Uh, but you want to get the right, the right kind. <laughs> Cheers to, uh, to you for getting out of uh, the, the uh, relationship there toxic narcissistic relationships can be difficult to get out of and be very damaging in the long run uh, totally the it goes goes on so oh yeah totally uh and one thing is you can't you you know people could tell me whatever they wanted i had to be ready to leave and and you know it sounds crazy uh but you get almost like uh like a separation anxiety when somebody treats you like that. And it's really hard to leave. It's hard uh, to be gone. So, you know, <laughs> I don't want to break down again here. <laughs> I left several, several times and always went back. And the very last time, uh, basically something happened and and I left and I never went back. <laughs> I got out and I am much stronger because of it. <laughs> you know, it, it's shitty that it happened, but it 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 did help me in a lot of ways as well because it made me uh think differently about things. The, re the rebuild path uh, is very empowering. Totally. They, 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 in the relationships, they do kind of strip away uh, a, a lot of the what we are, what we think, stuff like that. Uh, Absolutely. And you don't even know who the fuck you are by the time you're able to walk out of that final cycle. You do walk yeah. away kind of confused. Unsure. Totally. No, you are so right. Like I, I couldn't even leave the house. I, you're right. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I was anymore. I didn't have, I didn't have anything anymore. Like I used to do things and I didn't do things anymore. And yeah, so it, it did. It took me a, a long time to find myself again. And, and, uh, but I, I really experienced the first time somebody asked you something like uh what do you like to do uh something along that lines and you can't answer that question you don't even that is the moment of change right there you go oh, fuck, I, yeah yeah I, I don't even know it's you know yeah that's the day that's the day everything changes i think in everybody's book no, I think you're right. Cheers. 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 No, totally. <laughs> um, have you ever, uh, curiosity there, uh, tried uh, 
fungus, mushrooms, psilocybin for the PTSD? Yeah, so people have mentioned it to me and, and like I haven't done it since I was like 16, 17. And my thinking is I have the anxiety. Um, I'm just worried that I may have an anxiety attack during. And if I do, that's going to be a fucking horrible trip. <laughs> I might be able to uh, microdose, like really microdose. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I have thought about it. I have thought about it for sure. It might be good for me actually, because I've came a long way, but I definitely still have issues. There's no doubt about it. I, I probably always will. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> you know, that's one thing that, uh, you know, in my younger days, I fucked around with psychedelics and shit. Uh, yeah. but it wasn't until later in life uh, that I kind of rediscovered mushrooms, I guess, if you will. Right. And uh, I don't regret it, to be honest with you. It kind of correlates, you know, to uh, toxic times. I, yeah. It's kind of funny because uh, I was kind of blind to a lot of stuff that was in, in, in my environment prior to an accidental like hero dose of some yeah. truffles and through that like evening I kind of like took it like a download and actually kind of seen what was going on and what was to come you know what I mean and it was it was brutal but in the end man it, I'm so grateful for that experience to have dealt with it in such a more healthier way could have played out uh in the future to be honest with you people ask you know how, how the fuck how the fuck you know how you holding up you know what i mean it's like already done already done yeah you know what I mean? so yeah i may I greatly it, it helps with that and you know pts and a lot of things to be honest with you no that's true that is true i've had a lot of people tell me that I should try it, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, another question I have for you. And again, yeah. Tell me to leave me the fuck alone at any point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, um, I noticed uh, from catching you on a, a live stream or two that uh, you are very empathic. Uh, yeah. Does that kind of correlate with? The, the new, the empowered side of things, we'll say, the, the rebuild side of life, did that kind of correlate? Yeah, um, I always kind of knew that I was like a really sensitive, uh, emotional person. <laughs> and I could always kind of like tell when something was bothering somebody and things like that. And then I've noticed like other little things in my life. Um, but you're totally right. Like, I didn't really understand uh, the full extent of it until I was in the healing process. And, you know, because you think a lot, you think a fuck of a lot when you're healing. And 
then I started like tying little things together throughout my life and realized, yeah, that I, I believe I'm an empath. It might sound crazy, but, uh, I, I just know it. I just don't think I fully have control of it per se, (laughs) but I know because of, because of things like people tell me things all the time that like, I won't even know somebody and they just spill their guts to me. And, you know, I just always happen to be in situations where like I can help people or, um, I don't know. I can't even explain it. It's just little things like that, that, that I've pieced together. And yeah, definitely, uh, the healing process, uh, made me realize why I, I've always kind of been like that my whole life. It's a, not easy title to carry uh, no it is not but it is also very very rewarding i think it's it's worth the the pain you get from it as well keeping it on the good side of things as much as you can uh (laughs) Because negative energy, as we've learned, uh, negative energy, why is that? That's another thing, I guess. Why is uh, negative energy seemingly so much powerful to the empath than positive energy? We can stack positive energy and stack positive energy and stack positive energy. And it it isn't, you know what I mean? But only a little bit of negativity can just... Oh yeah. It feels so yeah. powerful. Totally. Why? <sighs> your, your thoughts on why? Yeah, you know, <clears throat> well, for an empath, you feel what other people feel. So if they're feeling negative, you feel that. Like I, I can't explain it to somebody that doesn't that isn't an empath, but you okay, here, let me give you an example. <clears throat> Uh, A guy at work walks in like normal, totally like normal. Nobody else would notice anything's different, but I immediately felt something. And so when he came in, I was like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Why? And I was like, I just feel like something's off. And we, he's like, no, no, I'm fine. We carry on. Four hours later, he's like, I don't know how you knew it, but something is wrong. And then told me what was wrong. And I was like that right there. I just, I felt it, you know, and I can't explain it. Um, but I think, you know, negative energy, it, it doesn't make you feel good. So you're going to notice it more. I think. Cause I'm a pretty happy person to begin with, you know what I mean? So it does really affect me if somebody's got some negativity and it doesn't even have to be like, you know, an anger or anything like that guy was upset because he like missed some raffle or something like it wasn't even that big of a deal, but I knew it the minute he walked in, you know, like it's weird. I can't explain it. And I'm not like that. I'm not a hundred percent because I do think that you have to work on it. 
you know, you might have a gift of it, but you still have to work on it to make it uh, more powerful. See, uh, I, I agree. Uh, 100%. Uh, for me, I had never felt it until, again, the interaction with that one evening. Yeah. With that hero dose. Uh, everything that, that opened so much, so many doors. Cool. Uh, it was crazy. Crazy. Um, That's pretty yeah, awesome. Uh, empathy was one of the big things that came with it. And it built. Uh, it's funny behind the, the, the scenes, I'm told that to smiley. I'm like, man, I just don't know how much it wears on you because you do i mean i totally nights i take that a little bit of that energy sometimes if it's a bad night i take that energy as well but Absolutely. it builds up night after night you know what i mean it, it, it yeah um, but that it was that i instance i took a i never had actually i had you know obviously empathy but never to that extreme until that moment. And it was after that, I actually started seeing uh, angel numbers. I talk about this all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's why the post the other night, I, it's weird. That one was in, in particularly weird. Because <laughs> I, I, love, I used to like not pay any attention to them. And after that one night, man, they started becoming very prevalent. One 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 two 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 to the point yep. where I couldn't ignore them anymore. I had to like start looking into them, and, yeah. and once I started following the numbers, like changed in a, in a pretty positive way. Again, I don't, and it's kind of funny because when I've started like lowering my vibration for one reason or another, yeah, the numbers will disappear. They won't even be around. Right. But when I'm back to the right mindset they they're like come on follow me follow me yeah just back. yep totally and i thought it was weird the other night that i seen that i seen somebody else post that thing the angel number thing yeah 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 and it was completely random that wasn't like say my choice of my number right that was what it drew for me and it happened to just correlate 100 percent it always cool. does and it's it's crazy how the numbers yes so i i've heard a lot about you know the number theory but i have never had a number pop out like that to me really i don't know if it's maybe because i haven't paid attention um or maybe i just am not in tune like that i don't know I'm in tune with some other things, but I've never had the number thing happen. I don't see a connection for me. <laughs> I'm sure it's there somewhere. I've just, I've just uh, not seen it. <laughs> when they come. Totally. It, it's just like, I, sh I shit you not. It's just like buying like uh, a car or something like that. You don't necessarily see that in particular car and then you buy one you're on that like frequency you're noticing them fucking every turn never cool. really realize there's so many of these like, 
pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. Totally. They'll find their way to you. <laughs> no, awesome. Very cool. So where do you see yourself uh, headed in your next cannabis journey? I mean, there's so many ways these days to uh, to go. I mean, dispensaries, grow. Yeah. Obviously, uh, YouTube content creating, teaching people how to grow and all that good stuff. Uh, totally. Where are you, where's the road going to take you next? Uh, honestly, I'm not too sure. Um, I'm going to try uh, growing some autos here uh, really soon. I just got to wait because my landlord's coming for a walkthrough. <laughs> and I'm only allowed four plants. So as soon as she's gone, I shall start them. <laughs> um, other than that, you know what? I don't know. I'm having fun uh, with Uncle Rick doing Let's Be Buds. That's a lot of fun. Um, some people are telling me I should do my own show, but I don't think I'm going to go there. Uh, I, I'm happy with what I'm doing right now, just growing for myself. Uh, once I'm back at work, I won't have time to, to do much more than that anyway. <laughs> it's pretty hectic there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to continue to grow. I'm going to stick with the living soil. I did really, I'm, well, I'm doing really well uh, so far and it's really easy. Um, for me, I don't like adding a bunch of shit into it. Like, you know, I'm sure lots of people have suggestions of what I should be adding in. Um, I like to go as natural and easy as possible. When I grow them outside, in fact, I don't do anything. I don't add anything but water. And that's basically what I've tried to do here as well. Um, but I did have to add something because of because of the yellowing. <laughs> Other than that, that's all she's getting. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Fuck, the future is very open. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I love to see uh, you stoked about the future. Totally. So it, is it one of those things I know I've come across this point and many others. I mean, have you drawn that line in the sand in life to where it's going to be cannabis? I'm going to make it work. Totally. Oh, yeah. I, there, I, my life has been cannabis completely for the last uh, four years now. So, yeah, I'm in it completely. Even if I don't go back if I were to not go back to the job I'm at, uh, I have no worries about staying in the cannabis industry. Our store uh, was the first cannabis store uh, in Ontario uh, on an Indigenous reserve. So we became really popular really quick. And uh, so we're really well known and, uh, you know, we've slowed down a little bit because of COVID and stuff like that. But uh, this, what people say is if you were to hire anybody from the medicine wheel, you can never go wrong because my boss has been so good right from the start with training and courses and, and all kinds of stuff. So 
they know that there's good workers there. And so I have no doubt that I could go anywhere I wanted if I decided to leave there. In fact, I've had job offers that I've turned down. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty loyal to my boss. He's, he's not just a boss. He's also a very good friend. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah, it is. I, some of the best people I've met, honestly, you know, I've done a lot of things in my life as far as work. Yeah community circles all that good shit but most people i've met and continue to know straight through cannabis one way or another for sure for sure i totally feel the same i just find cannabis users are more down to earth as well you know just just more you you get what you get you know what i mean (laughs) you're like you know there there are people that are fake and come in and and try to try to get into the circle but they get weeded out really quickly (laughs) so uh i'm interested in shaking your tree now uh and uh the dispo side of things uh you Mm -hmm. mentioned that you guys were known uh, very well for your training and everything and you said you were a contender at one point um so i'm kind of curious to know your guys's angle on how people select their games uh high thc numbers no profiles it's since we back in the day i think we did it right we talked about it in the beginning the yeah. smelling of the cannabis has always kind of been the one we know each strains vary from person to person Absolutely. but once you put your nose to that jar you want that's the one for me exactly right you, didn't, yeah. you practically stop at some point you go through 30 have through 30 more to go and you'd be like that that's the one i don't yeah. want to waste my time anymore. yep so totally. how do you guys get around with not yeah you, know, you said you got the sniffing jars but I have suggested at one point people, consumers should have to sit through like a video or something yeah. like teaching them. So we are you do, guys we educate people for sure. So this is this is what we do. Uh, when people first walk in, if they've never been in the store before, uh, they fill out a membership form, uh, which includes you know information on any uh, medicines that they're on. Uh, any, the reason why they're in, um, and they have a consult with one of the bud tenders before anything else is done. Uh, once they have the consult and we figure out, you know, we're like doctors send their patients out to us because they know we're going to sit down and talk to them just like a, a, a caregiver would and figure out what exactly they need to to help um it might take you know a while and i always try to explain to people that it's not like you know you're going to try that and that's going to be the magic uh medicine you may have to try 20 things before you find the right one um but yeah basically that's what we do and then uh because we do med- medical and recreationally um 
you know, we do have the people that come in and they're like, what's the highest THC? <clears throat> so what we do, and we, and by the way, ours does have the bud in them. We don't have the sniffer things. We have the actual bud that you're going to buy in those jars when you smell it. Uh, so we have the counter, it's all glass. Uh, we have the bud sitting there. We have all the medicinal benefits listed. We have all the terps listed. We have the effects listed. Um, we do have the THC and the CBD levels because people want to know, obviously. Um, but we try to, yeah, not focus on just the THC. We do educate people for sure. I completely love the consultation side of it. And uh, as I was saying before, that's the way it needs to be. I, it, it should, for every new place you walk into, that yep. should be, the, you should either have to sit through that video or sign a waiver basically saying, yeah, I don't really give a shit. Oh, totally. <laughs> I agree. And at that point, being a salesman or a bartender, I would be hard. It would be hard for me at that point to go, okay, here's your cookies t shirt. Let me take you over to the top <laughs> shelf. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So this is one of the pamphlets uh, that we have sitting on the counter for people to take. And it's just like some facts. So like it goes through the history of cannabis, the endocannabinoid system, uh, myth versus fact, uh, the benefits of it. And we put in the risks of it as well. And then we also uh, include when they sign up, we actually have a, a book. I was trying to find it here, but I don't know what I did with it. Uh, but it's a, a pretty thick book. It's about 30 pages. And that has a bunch of different uh, ailments. It's basically an ailment and treatment guide. So people can take it home. They can look at uh, different ailments. And we created this from the first two years of treating people and what we uh, experienced from that. So it's not, you know, it's not, again, not everything's going to work for everybody, um, but it's, uh, it's a really good book for people to have a look at if they don't know much. And that gets handed to every, every new uh, client that comes in. And again, I think that's completely awesome. So people can, you know, directly relate what the terpenes in the case. Oh, I think you muted. I think that's <laughs> awesome. I don't know where I don't know where I muted there. I think that's awesome that you guys made that available for uh, people to, you know, kind of relate what terpenes are doing what. Uh, but I think nothing compares to the, the nose telling you this is for you. Totally. I agree with you on that. I, I totally think that you can smell what you need. Definitely. So that's the only thing that's kind of sucked through COVID is right at this time, we can't allow them to smell it. Um, I know we're live here. Shh, I'm not going to lie. There's, you know, if there's a regular customer in the store and there's nobody else in the store, 
I'm fucking letting him smell the jar, man. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> These guys are spending their hard-earned money on this. They need to get what they want. <laughs> well, I'm going to so cut... Oh, I'll answer this question first and then I'm going to take off because my daughter's coming to visit tomorrow. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm I'm grateful for any time I get. uh, Oh, this was a lot of fun. I was just going to ask you what what was one of your top selling strains? What's uh, some of the best ones you had? Yeah. Um, so (laughs) Bruce Banner was super, super popular for a while. Um, another one, uh, Durban poison. We used to have people, uh, they could not get enough of this Durban poison. So we ended up, it was to the point where we couldn't keep up with, with how much people wanted. And so we had to actually, uh, sell it in full ounces on certain days at a certain time and it was first come first serve and people would literally line up like an hour ahead of time just to get this fucking Durban poison it was crazy so yeah those were really popular uh Girl Scout cookies always popular uh Gorilla Glue is always popular uh, a lot of the Max and the pinks pinks are super popular everybody loves the pinks and then we've got like crazy ones uh stripper spit that was super popular for a while i've never heard of that one either oh no no uh why do folks love bruce banner yeah i don't know people love the bruce banner man or they did then. It's not as popular now. Like if we had it now, it wouldn't sell like that. But yeah, it did then. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I don't know, even know why I was nervous. That was a lot of fun. I'm glad you had fun. And uh, thank you for taking time to do this. I know it should have been sooner than it came. <laughs> That's uh, okay. I know you're a busy guy. <laughs> really appreciate you taking the time to hang out and now uh you of course have earned your official right to come i know i'm so excited about that (laughs) you can come and go as you please now uh the link that i sent you is the link for the weed nerd world anytime you want to come hang out just pop in follow that link uh whenever you want there's no Please come hang out. It's strictly I want to come <laughs> hang out. Talk some For shit. Sure. Sounds so good. So please take me up on that. Uh, the other thing I'd like to get from you before you go, of course, yeah. is the sound boy. Uh, hopefully you know what that is. If not, uh, basically my version of it is I'm Eagle. I'm on fucking talking shit with Eagle. Episode 568. Uh, you can put in Anything before, after that, as long as it's got that in the body, I will be completely grateful. Okay, shit. (laughs) Can you repeat all of what you just said? (laughs) Sure.
So basically, <laughs> stripping it down it for to him. The, 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 oh no, oh no, stripping it down to the bare bones. What I'm looking for, and again, you put anything or before or after oh, is God. hey, I'm Eagle. I'm on fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode five sixty eight. Again, you put whatever you want before, after. This will be a commercial for your episode at some point. So All right. don't I forget hope the I don't episode number. So they can, what was it? Five six eight. Five six eight. Five six eight. All right. I can't do it. I'm on the spot now. <laughs> All right, I am 420 Green Goddess, and I am on Eagle Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 568. Was that right? <laughs> Perfect. Oh my Perfect. God. I feel like such an idiot. <laughs> oh no. That's the beauty of these. The ones I've released, man, Danny Danko had to do it five times. Oh, good. And okay. These parts. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! There, some of these these are priceless. Seriously, <laughs> I started doing this in the beginning, and they just kept getting so good. I was like, man, oh, I've I got. got you wouldn't believe I have a fucking just archive of all of these, and they are that's like awesome. Some of the best memories. Oh man, that's so cool! Yeah, it'd be cool to like string them all together into a video one day or something, eh? I did the, actually the first 100 on the channel. Or I call them the shout outs, uh, superstars. Cool. Basically, is the first 100 all strung together. Oh, now, nice. These days, I post them individually. Like when there's some gaps, I start posting them on Instagram. Like, so like, cool. oh, check this one out. You know what I mean? Very cool. So, yeah. So. I like that. Hopefully. Awesome. Hopefully you had some fun. I know I had. I totally fun. did. Yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good night and uh, I look you forward too. to speaking with you again. Those yeah, of you guys no. that are watching, if you're bored and you want to hang out some more, fill up that tray, empty that bladder, and I will see you in the Weed Nerd world here in a few minutes. Those of you who are tired out, had enough, or just whatever thank you for your time do not forget to do something nice for somebody random acts of kindness do save lives one last thank you would you like to uh one last shout out to anybody else don't forget to plug let's be buds yeah you want Let, yeah let's be buds is on uh wednesday night 9 p.m eastern on youtube uh, I'm also on Caribou, which is on Tuesday, uh, Friday, and Sunday morning. <laughs> and then you can uh, also find Let's Be Buds aired on my YouTube channel. And thank you. Hopefully, you guys so much are for having me. subbed to all those and uh, check out all those episodes. With that okay. being said, we are 